Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute podcast, the show that will take you from your nine to five to living a life on your terms. We hear from the experts themselves, sharing how they created their success and give you actionable steps to help you create a lifestyle by design. Becoming a buyer's agent requires passion, dedication, and great mentorship. This podcast will share with you all three so that you can turn buying property into a career. Yeah, good. I don't, I don't really see them as real estate agents, right? Like sure, some of them are just real estate agents and you're talking to them, I guess, on a weekly basis, just sourcing properties and doing deals. Um, there's not that personal touch, but um, I guess because I'm not from real estate, I'm not from the eastern suburbs, I don't have your typical eastern suburbs attitude and, and I'm very different to what a normal real estate agent in the east is used to dealing with. So I guess it's fresh, it's new, I'm very straight down the line, I'm a lad or a bloke as, you know, like I'm not, I'm not stuck up and I think that that works with a lot of people. So I've started to build not just re- business relationships but personal relationships, like these people are friends. So yesterday I was at lunch with two big agents from one of the largest um, agencies in the east and it was, I wasn't there on business. I was there because these guys are great guys and I'd be friends with them regardless if I was working with them or not. It just happens that I met them through real estate because that's the industry we work in. Welcome back to the Buyers Age Institute show. We're doing this show or this episode a bit differently today. We've got Jack Henderson here, Head of Investments at Trelease Associates. Jack was on the show two months ago. And when we jumped off, I said, Jack, I said, when you hit over 10 deals, we're going to bring you back on. I didn't think it was going to be around eight weeks later, but it is. Jack surpassed 10 deals in over eight weeks, and he's kicked off with a massive bang. So today's episode is really to dive into what he's done over the eight weeks and just really hear about his journey. So welcome back, Jack Henderson. Mate, thank you. And I've worn, if you can see it on the camera, my favorite flamingo shorts for the interview. Yeah, so. it's unbelievable. I mean, you're really getting traction on a, uh, I think, from a consumer standpoint, from what I'm seeing, you've put yourself out there, you've done a lot in eight weeks. And so today I really want to dive into that. I mean, how are you feeling now? Good, mate, really good. Um, excited, I am uh, motivated, driven, and obviously the more and more traction you get, the, the more and more, uh, I guess, confidence you get, and the more driven you get, and it just compounds and compounds like a snowball, right? Did you think you were gonna hit over 10 deals in eight weeks? No, so, as we've spoken about a lot, my my goal for the year was half a million GCI, which is I think a pretty um, sizable goal, right? First year in real estate, do a half a million dollars in business is a pretty big deal. Um, and I've done almost 300 already. So. so GCI, for people that are listening, it's gross commission income. Right. So your, your goal was 500K for year one. Yeah. You're two months, just over two months in, and you're up to 300. Almost 300, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I mean... 500, even when I was saying to, to Dan, who was the CEO of our business, like they had my goal set at 335 for the year. That was their KPI. So you nearly hit that. Yeah. So I was looking to Sarah the other day on our dashboards and um, yeah, it's, it's just almost touching. So what were you earning? Just, just I mean, if you're comfortable sharing I'm, it. I'm very comfortable, yeah. What were you earning in your previous career as a salary? About 150. 150 yeah. gross. Gross, yes. Yeah. Plus, you get your allowances and stuff, but you'll say about 150. Yeah. So, you, you've basically, I mean, you've surpassed that on a gross level, but with comm splits, etc., 
you're, I'm assuming you're a bit above that now. Yeah, and because obviously you run your own company, you don't have the same tax rates like you do as a right. uh, salaried employee. So I've definitely, I've made as much as I would have made in a year in the mines in, in essentially two months. In, t- in a new career. In a new career, yeah. It doesn't feel new, which is a weird thing, but. Well, you love property, you've yeah. bought property. It's not like you're new to this. I don't, it's not like you're new to this industry. You're new no, to this role. That's right. But I've, no. been, um, I've been in the, I guess, industry indirectly for probably like five or six years, you know, through doing podcasts and building a brand as an investor and then obviously transitioning now to a buyer's agent. So it does not feel new to me. It feels like I've been doing it for a long time, which is, um, I guess, beneficial in a way because I understand everything. Um, the new part to me was running a company, now hiring staff, managing my own expectations and, and all the stuff that comes with a uh, business, yeah. We were at one of my closed circle events, the Mastermind recently, and I heard you, you, you open up and just share with the group that dealing with now, you're not, you haven't got a fixed salary coming to the bank account every month. And I know the feeling as well when you are on commission, you start getting lumpy paychecks if they do come in, which they are for you. And it's about managing money. How are you finding that? Yeah, good. I mean, it's very easy to go out and you get 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 grand deposited in your account one day. It's very easy to get excited, right? Like that's a lot of money for anyone. So um, managing it is, is just something that's a learning process. But obviously, I've been dealing with large sums of money now for years because of the, the investing side of things. You know, when you're refinancing loans and cashing out large amounts of, of money, essentially, there's money sitting there in offset accounts. So I, I've, I, I've been working with large sums of money for a while, but not on an income perspective, no. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a learning process. How are you enjoying working with real estate agents? Because before, I'm sure you were buying property through them ad hoc when you were buying for yourself, but now yeah. you're talking with them every day. Yeah, good. I don't, I don't really see them as real estate agents, right? Okay. Like, sure, some of them are just real estate agents and you're, you're talking to them, I guess, on a weekly basis, just sourcing properties and doing deals. Um, there's not that personal touch, but... Um, I guess because I'm not from real estate, I'm not from the eastern suburbs, I don't have your typical eastern suburbs attitude and, and I'm very different to what a normal real estate agent in the east is used to dealing with. So I guess it's fresh, it's new, I'm very straight down the line, I'm a lad or a bloke as, you know, like I'm not, I'm not stuck up and I think that that works with a lot of people. So I've started to build not just re- business relationships but personal relationships, like these people are friends. So yesterday I was at lunch with two big agents from one of the largest um, agencies in the east and it was I wasn't there on business I was there because these guys are great guys and I'd be friends with them regardless if I was working with them or not it just happens that I met them through real estate because that's the industry we work in yeah it's interesting it's you know we were sitting here two months ago having this chat you're just kicking off you're also talking about your first hire was different to most people most people doing assistance or let's say some administrative style of roles you went straight for videographer we got Sammy Sammy B he's just over here yeah. look at him He's just, yeah, he's a legend, that bloke. <laughs> it's absolute lad. And same thing. So um, let, let's talk about, obviously, hiring people. Most people in business as such, I go, okay, I want to hire a PA. Someone's got experience. Let's go hire someone with experience. Um, I think a little bit contrarian to that. Like, I don't want someone who's got experience. A PA has core, uh, I guess, components to their job, and that's what they have to be good at. They don't need experience in that job. They need to be good with dealing with people, time management, managing, Mm. stuff like that. So why hire another PA? Why not go hire someone who's from a different industry, who's got those values, and and that, um, I guess, willing to learn, and they can learn the the job, but they've already got the the, the values they need to be able to do that job. So Sam was from aviation, like working with um, fighter jets. That was his job. Like nothing to do with cameras, but he had a passion for photography. Um, he, he, he is, 
a person that is uh, driven to, to be better. And I thought, well, if you've, you already know how to pick a camera up, it's not that hard. You, you can learn on the job and, and, and you've got everything I need. So, and mate, he's been doing it eight, eight weeks, I think now. Eight weeks. weeks. It's and, unbelievable. And people go, fuck, mate, how good are your videos? Like, they're unreal. And no one believes that he started in January, mid-January. Never done it before in his life. Never, ever edited a video. Never used editing software. Never taken a photo other than of surfers and stuff like that. And people can't believe it. So, same thing. I just hired um, a full-time prospector. So, he's from the UK, has zero real estate experience. Zero. Wouldn't even know what a contract is on a property. Um, but he sold solar door to door before. So that's, that's with his past job. He's knocking on doors and saying, do you want to buy solar? Like the hard slog. And he's very, very good at it. Like sold, I think in eight months, he's sold almost a million dollars with the solar door to door. Yeah, that's hard. Very hard. A lot harder than picking up the phone. You've got to go face to face with <laughs> yeah, someone, yeah. right? That's a hard job. Um, and then not only that, you've got to make them trust you to then book an appointment to go sit yeah. in your house a couple of days later or, or whenever it is to then talk to them face-to-face, sell solar directly to them, make them sign a contract and then you leave. Make them sign a lot of it. Well, that's what yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. right? That's, you're, you're a salesman. Um, so he had, he's got, he, again, he's very, very driven. He knows how to sell, knows nothing about real estate, but that can be taught. Mm. So my, my, that, that's how what I did. I said, mate, come on and you can learn the things that I need to teach you, but you've already got the, the key values and the the key um, components of that job already. It's, it's great, man. I mean, how old are you again? 23. Yeah, 23. Having perspective <laughs> the way you do and just your philosophy around hiring is, is impressive. Well, you look, actually, it was funny. We are driving home the other day and we were listening to um, one of Tony Robbins' podcasts. And Sarah Blakely, or Sarah yes. Lively, who... Bl- Blakely? From Spanx. Yep. That's what she did. Yep, so right. she started Spanx, which is super driven, knew what she wanted. I think her first 20 hires or something had zero experience in the yes. roles they hired for. Yep. And I think she's the youngest ever billionaire with no help. That's right. Self-made. That's right. Like, that's saying something, right? Oh, yeah. She knows th- th- what this role comprises of. If that person has the values and, and the things that that role needs, the actual um, learnings of that role can be taught. Correct. And th- there's a lot of, I think, misconceptions around things, around hiring, around starting jobs. I was sharing recently that a lot of people think you can't do things part-time. And I, and I was sharing perspective that Phil, Phil Knight from Nike, he started Nike when he was an accountant full-time. Right. The uh, Wozniak for Apple was working at Hewlett-Packard full-time when he started Apple. The guys at Google were doing PhDs at Stanford, working their asses off while they started that company. So I like your idea around hiring because people think that you need to hire someone with experience, specifically like Jeff Bezos in Amazon, he likes to hire people who have failed in startups a lot. He, they've been dragged through the flames, they've been in the trenches, they have come up with a lot of learning. And so everyone's got their own philosophies and I think it's great the way that you're thinking about yeah. things. Yeah, and look, at, I guess the proof's in the pudding. The thing is, I think if you hire someone that has done the role before, they've got their set ways. Yep. They know how they want to do things. You try and tell them that you want things done differently and that's when you start butting heads and you know trying to bring them out of habits is very, very hard. So why not teach someone the way you want it to be done? Yeah, right. I like I think... And if you look at Dan, our CEO, it's the same thing. Like I think probably 80% of our staff at TA, and we're doing massive numbers, have never worked in real estate before. Yeah, and you know my philosophy about it I, I, with, with, with this sector, I mean, the truth is becoming a buyer's agent is not rocket science. You and I have both done the role. You're doing yeah. the role now. There's, 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 I think, core fundamental skills you need, and a lot of it is communication, relationship building, effort, and if you're trainable as well, you can pick up all the, the tactical stuff, right? Exactly. The actual real estate component of it is very, very learnable. 
you have to have, like you said, people skills, a passion for, for wanting to, to grow and push yourself because you're running around business and everything else can be taught, right? Mm. So if you've got those things, you can be any, anything really, not just a bias agent. You can, you can do anything you want. Did you expect, honestly, this to fly this fast? Because when we were sitting here two months ago, I mean, we're like, hey, when you crack 10 deals, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be eight weeks later. Did you think it was going to run this fast? No, I didn't. No, I, I knew I would hit the 500. Did I think it was going to be probably within four or five months? Yeah. Maybe not. Um, I knew I was going to hit it though. Like I know when I set things, I manifest it, it happens. Mm. So um, it's just happened quicker, right? But now I've moved the target and like did I, I didn't think that it would, you know, I'd hire another staff member and be thinking about the things I'm thinking about. The guys at TA set your original goal for 335. Yeah. Then you moved it to 500. I set my own goal for 500. 500. They thought that was too much. Yeah, ambitious. Ambitious. So obviously they want to set targets that you can are achievable, still ambitious, but they don't want you to not hit them and then be disappointed with yourself, right? So they set it at 335. I said, fuck 335, I'll set 500. Um, and yeah, I've almost hit the 335 in two months. And where have you reset it for yourself? At a million now. A million dollars. So you're looking to, to generate a million dollars in commissions yeah. this calendar year. Yeah, from January to December. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And I've done it. So if I can continue the pace um, that I've done this quarter, which the quarter's almost over, I'll hit a million dollars. Yeah. Especially now with having the full-time prospector, I think there's going to be a lot more business. I'm just about to start Facebook marketing. So that 250 or whatever it is, almost three, almost 300, um, was generated by solely me. Yeah. Generating think- business, converting, buying. What I'm seeing, I mean, I've been in this space for 10 years and what I've seen is there's a lot of the younger generation of people coming in, like there's you, you've got Emily Wallace in Melbourne, there's a lot of other names, I don't need to go through them all, who are coming in and you guys are getting traction, you're creating attention, you're doing things differently, you're building your teams differently and I think a lot of the, let's say, the older people, not necessarily age, but people who've been in the buyer's agent space for a while, I, I think you guys are really, like, allowing people not to get complacent anymore because you guys are moving quick. They're dinosaurs though. Dinosaurs. They are. They're so they're just set in their ways. They think that because of their reputation and I've done this and I've done that that everyone's going to go back to them. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's not. Like in in the world that's not how it works. If you're a buyer's agent or the CEO of a biggest company, there's always someone younger, hungrier and better at your job than you are. You just don't believe it. Correct. They'll eventually see it. No, they're seeing it already. Have you had any reach out to you or just yeah, say? Yeah, there's a couple of people that have said a couple of cheeky things here and there, but I think that's funny. Like, that's sad people. How do you, I mean, you, you're, you're, you've got the full-time videographer, Sammy. Yeah. You're doing a lot of stuff online. There's, we, we know there's a lot of haters. When you have haters, it's a good sign. I mean, you'd, like, you know, if there's a marketing saying, if you're not pissing people off by noon each day, you're not marketing hard enough, right. Dan Kennedy. And you are obviously getting out there a lot. When people do respond to you in, let's say, a negative way, um, how do you like? How do you I take, just take the piss out of them? I reckon it's classic. You see, especially when you're doing like Facebook marketing or boosting posts, and then random people have time to comment on your shit and say something. I think it is hilarious. You find it? That's good. You've got that like attitude. If someone has enough time to comment on your stuff and you let them uh, let themselves get affected by what you're doing, and they're sad people, right? I want to talk about clients because I've seen. Obviously, you you do celebrating with clients. I've seen online. We can talk a bit, a bit about that, which yeah. is great. But I, I guess your clients, you seem to be getting a lot of success from what I'm seeing on the outside. So I wanted to dive into that a bit with you now. Yeah. How have you found the client journeys, and then the, you know, just I think bonding with your clients as well. Yeah. Um, the thing is, my personality is really unique. So I'm either someone you really like or really hate straight away. That's how I am. <laughs> that's true. Like that's how I've been my whole life. You either like me straight away, you go that guy's a fuckwit. <laughs> everyone's the same, right? So my clients are the same too. So if they work with me, we've 
had the phone call, we've had the face-to-face meeting. So in that face-to-face meeting, they either decide then and there, this guy's awesome or this guy's not the greatest. Um, so I think when they come on, they know exactly what I'm like already and, it, and it, it works really, really well. I don't change for someone who's worth $10 million or someone's worth spending 700 grand. I'm the same for all of those people. I'm the same yeah. personality. I talk the same. I respect them the same. Um, and I think they like that. So yesterday, I met a client. Um, it's funny. So it's such a funny story. I get a phone call, right? I bought for her last week in, in South Coogee. I get a phone call. She says, hi, Jack. I'm in um, Double Bay. Are you around the office? I said, yeah, I am. She goes, I've got a present for you. I said, okay. So I'm at the markets. I'll come and see you after. Boom. Rings me. And she says, where are you? Can you drive to my car? I want to give you something. So I had a bottle of champagne for her, drove to her car. She opens up the boot. And she's got a case of Coronas in the oh, back. You would have loved that. I was like, what? And this lady is probably, you know, mid-60s, very successful. But you're drinking Forex, right? You should. Mate, Corona, whatever thing, anything that's got alcohol in it, I'm in, dude. Don't worry about that. Um, but you would never expect that from a very conservative lady. But because we'd been together for sort of two and a half months on that journey, we got to know each other really, really well. She got to know my personality. We could have jokes. And that's how well she got to know me at the end to be able to take the piss out of me and say, I've got a case of Corona here for you. I love it. She spent $3 million on a house. Like... Um, and then I, I, we were chatting and she's going overseas and we're having a chat about that. And I said, um, like she was amazed, like amazed at how everything went, the negotiation, the property we bought for it, the price we did, like everything was amazing. And I said, there has to be one thing, just one thing, like there has to be one thing that I did that you can say, maybe you can, you know, rub up on. You looking for some shame. feedback. Yeah, I wanted to know because her review was like next level. I couldn't have got any better review. She said, I'm going to refer you to anyone. Like they, and I said, well, there has to be something that I can work on. She said, Jack, it was perfect. There was not one thing that I can say you didn't do well. Wow. crazy, right? Okay, you said two and a Well done, by the way, because I've been seeing what you're posting from the outside. It seems like what they're writing about you and how you're celebrating with them, like they're very happy, which is good. Yeah. Um, you said two and a half months just then with that client. What's your average time frame? You've obviously bought um, you know, more than a handful of properties now from when you sign an agreement with a client to engage, yeah. to exchange, what's your average time frame? 20, it's 20.8 days. It's yeah. amazing around where you're where Especially you're Especially the eastern suburbs, yeah. Oh, I hear a lot of buyers agents, are, I don't know if it's true, but I'm hearing dropping pans, charging 1%, 1.5%. I hear you got, you're charging 2.5%? 2.5, yeah. Plus GST. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I was actually, we had lunch yesterday with some real estate agents. Um, and we were talking about fees and I said, oh, this is what we charge. And he said, no, you fucking don't. You don't charge two and a half percent. I said, mate, I can show you the agreements. I swear on my life, this is what we charge. Unbelievable. Yeah. So real estate agents probably charging like an average fee of one and a half, maybe 1.3. Really good agents, maybe 1.8. And like, you're two and a half. Yeah. I love that you've come into the industry, you're a few months in, you're charging more than the standard. And then your time frame from sign up to exchange is, I think, from what, I've, from what I know, is well above average. Yeah. And the client success is incredible. I mean, it's just, I wanted to get on today because A, to celebrate, obviously, uh, your success and we're going to finish up soon. Um, but B, I think it's just, it's just so fulfilling for me to see how well you're doing and just not in succeeding in the role, but the brand you're creating for yourself and the yeah. reputation. It's good, man. I um, obviously have always been in that mind frame and, and that Um, mindset of surrounding myself with good people so when I was investing I surrounded myself with the best investors in the country and that led me to meet more and more people and then I'm in this role now so I surround myself with people who are better than me and 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 help me and encourage me to be better so I think that's had a massive impact yeah well done I'm made very impressed it's it's very um it's very inspiring watching you from the sidelines I'll come back in July when I've hit half a mil when you've hit half a mil we'll be back here maybe June June Uh, yeah I'll probably be overseas in June so okay (laughs) 
But anyway, guys, you can check out, you've seen Jack on the show already. You can check him out on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok. What else are we on, Sammy? Oh, YouTube. YouTube. Maybe. He's on everything. Just yeah. check him out. It'll be on the screen to so check him out. See you next week. Find out more about how you can become a stellar buyer's agent yourself, head to www.buyersagentinstitute.com.au.